You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we're back for another episode, and it is in the heart of winter, and the reality is definitely setting in that we are... We are almost through the first month of 2023, and I am sure that you are feeling a number of emotions right now, and I'm going to kind of break that down with you today, and maybe I'm going to be really honest about some things that have held me back in my leadership and also have helped me dramatically in my leadership, and we're going to just we're going to just get real with it. So I hope you are here for it today. So a couple of things you might be feeling in your business and in your life right now. You know, December is always a month of reflection. It's when we evaluate our goals. We think about how we feel and how the year made us feel. And we get honest about what we sabotaged, what we empowered, what we let stand in our way, and ultimately what we've accomplished. We also ask ourselves questions about, did I like the way that accomplishing the things that I've accomplished felt? Did it feel natural? Did it feel authentic? Did it feel true to myself? Did I like it? And we really get honest about what we want more of, and we start to set our goals based off of, you know, those emotions, those feelings and reflections. And especially as a new business owner in the direct sales, network marketing, social selling space, your first few years that you're in the industry, you really do just chase the carrot. You know, you go after what is the next shiny object. And I know for me, that that wasn't a bad thing. I wanted to earn the rewards trips because for me, taking a family vacation was something that we were not doing. And so that was a great way for us to take a vacation. I chased going to events and earning the parties and the qualifications. I loved that. It helped to build confidence. It gave me things to talk about on my social media. It gave me social proof and credibility that I was accomplishing in the business. I was moving through the ranks. And those those carrots that I was chasing were teaching me how to build a business. They were teaching me how to stay motivated, how to push towards a goal and a deadline. And they were teaching me how to to build my business because, you know, achieving the ranks that allowed me to get bonuses required me to be a leader, required me to mentor other people, required me to figure out how to talk in a way that really attracted like-minded women into my organization. And so, you know, as I built my business, that those accolades and those carrots that I was working towards gave me the foundation for success. And so a lot of times we we sometimes downplay or shed a negative light on the carrots that we're chasing, but they serve a really good purpose for business. And ultimately, as we go through business and we achieve success, sometimes things stop having the same effect. So for example, it really came to a point in my business where I was like, 
I love traveling with the company. I love doing all these things. But then it became, but I want to do more things with my kids. And it became, we now have the means to be able to do other things. And I started making other choices. And sometimes there were certain carrots I was chasing that didn't really have the same value that they used to. And I created my own. I created my own internal drivers for success. And that really is just a true testament to stepping into the next phase of life and leadership and and what you want. And that's a beautiful thing. And I don't ever want you to think that chasing a carrot is a bad thing unless you're doing it in an unhealthy way. And so for me, I built an organization that was based on working members of my team. I built an organization that was based on a healthy income. I built my organization based on leadership and raising up independent and strong leaders and creating a business that operated off integrity. And so while maybe there were seasons in my business where I burned myself out because I was running so fast and I didn't have the checks and balances in place and really the awareness of what I was doing, I didn't have this awareness of burnout, this awareness of unhealthy boundaries or unhealthy work ethic. I just was going for it. Right. But as, as I look back, I go, wow, there are a lot of things I should have done differently that would have preserved my probably mental health more than anything. And I want to share that with you today, because I think that's incredibly important. I believe that we're all navigating through life and we're, none of us have it fully figured out, but we're trying to keep the balls of our life and the different areas of our life up in the air. We just don't want to ever let one ball completely drop. So we're always trying to keep our achievements, our business ball in the air. So we want to be achieving, but we never want to throw it so far out of whack that our achievement is at the cost of our personal relationships, right? And then we also don't want to place such a high priority on our on our family that we stop achieving because we feel like like my family has to be everything. And if that means that I, you know, I can't spend any time on my business, then we nix the business, right? Or, you know, our personal relationships, we might spend all of our time on our kids, all of our time in our business, and then our spouse is getting what's left over at the end. So we're always just trying to maintain healthy relationships. And that's the most important part as you go through life is things change. Your priorities change, things that you need to pay attention to change, demands change. And so we always are reevaluating that. And so that's really key. So as you step into 2023, you're looking at it from this lens of I have this previous experience that I can pull from. And I also have where I want to go, this current vision of what I want for my life. And so as we step into January, everybody sort of puts laces up their running shoes and they get ready to go. And almost everybody without a shadow of a doubt is like, this is my year. I'm going to push past doubt, limiting beliefs. I'm going to, my income's going to be higher. My team members are going to be higher. I'm going to have the right people. I'm going to rebuild my team have you said those things to yourself? Are you shaking your head? Yes, right? Or is this the year you're going to recruit consistently to your business and have a like-minded team and you're going to host a leadership retreat with 20 amazing women? But now here we are on January 24th. And I want to ask you a question. When's the last time you reviewed your goals? Was it on January 1st? 
When's the last time you sat down and reviewed the progress that you were making towards your goals? Have you found yourself already in the month of January being derailed by other things? Have you been spending the month of January trying to get organized? I need to get my desk organized and my systems organized and I need to make these pretty new graphics and you're spending so much time watching company trainings and company videos, but you're not taking action? Or are you revamping your team page and revamping all your systems, but you don't have anybody to put into your systems or anybody to put into your team page because you have not been really focused on the things that need to get you there. And that is the uncomfortable tasks of talking to people, inviting, making your social media content, doing your follow-ups, getting out there and being a social individual. And so now here we are in January 24th and we've been talking a lot about what we want to do, but how much action have we actually taken? So if I'm bursting your bubble of of excitement right now for 2023 and what is possible. I apologize, but I would rather burst your bubble now than at the end of March. Am I right? Can I get an amen on that? Right? So what do we need to do? We need to stop and we need to say to ourselves, all right, I need to get into phase one activity. And phase one is really described as the personal business building time get out your goals. And I want you to say, what are my personal business goals for January? How much in terms of whether you measure success in your personal business, in terms of sales, in terms of volume, in terms of success club points, what, what is it that you deem as success? What's the bare minimum that you can do that your company puts out there? And what should you be working towards? What should you, it should always probably be double or triple what the company says is your monthly bare minimum. You can't build a full-time business working off of the minimums. That's a quotable, right? You can't build a full-time business with a part-time work ethic, all right? So now what we need to say to ourselves is, have I reached my monthly goal yet in terms of personal customer sales? If the answer is no, what do you need to do right now today that can help us get one step closer? It's going to be nitty gritty. It's going to be invites. It's going to be follow-ups. It's going to be connecting and messaging people, a post and stories, maybe an email. That means we're not working with our team right now because we got to get our personal goals out of the way. And newsflash, anytime you work in your personal business, you instantly have things to share with your team. You can literally tell them exactly what you're doing. The second thing is you have to look at your team building goals. Many of you listening to this podcast want to build a team. And if you said you were going to bring in two business builders in January, well, where are we on that progress? If you look at your, if you look at your month and say, oh yeah, I signed up two team members. But if those two team members that signed up have been very clear that they don't want to build a business, they want to use the discount or they just want to get their product paid for, those aren't necessarily business builders. If somebody signed up for the affiliate opportunity because they just want to randomly share with people, they're not necessarily business builders that I can count on. So who have you signed up that is ready to run and work the business alongside of you? And if your answer is zero or one and your goal is two or three or more, some of you have big dream, big vision, 10, 20, 30 team members a month, right? Depending on the size of the business you want, then what are we doing? Who are we inviting? 
when, when are we following up with these people? Do we have a sharing tool or a business opportunity we're inviting them to? I mean, we can't let a month go by without us working towards that recruitment goal. Why? Because if our goal is to host a retreat or to walk across stage as a new accolade at the end of the year, whether it's an elite or premier or it's the director's circle or president's club, we have got to start working on that goal right now. We can't let January go by because at the end of every month, the people I privately mentor, the women in my leadership mastermind or in our um, direct sales and rate community, we're talking about our progress towards our goals. We're already evaluating. And guess what? If you make zero progress towards your goals in January, you have to refigure everything for the rest of the year. You have to reconfigure how much you need to earn a month, because now that number's higher in February. Doesn't mean it's not doable. It just means we now have to raise the bar a little bit. So what do you need to do right now? If I, so many women, I talk about how I time block in my in my stories, on my social media all the time. And as I'm recording this, I'm holding my time blocker in my hand. But so many of you say, oh, I want to, I need to be better at time blocking. I need to do that. But you don't do it. So sit down and say personal business time. Even before I recorded this podcast, I wrote down what were the, the everything in my brain. And then I highlighted the things that I had to do today because they were of utmost importance in order to move my business forward. Those are the only things that must get done before I close out the day. They're written in my time blocker. I know exactly what's coming ahead of me. And I have put things on do not disturb. Right now, my phone is on do not disturb. All of my notifications are turned off. The windows that are open, there are no notifications showing up. I am present in the moment. And I know that I can easily get distracted by text messages and DMs on Facebook and Instagram. And if I know I need to get my own personal business done, I'm going to shut those things off so that I can give it my utmost focus and attention. All right. So that's key. You got a personal business first, top of mind, catch yourself, become aware of when you're going into maintenance mode or you're prioritizing other people's demands on you instead of the demands that you want to place on yourself because they're helping you get to your goals. Okay. Now, the next thing is when it comes to developing your leadership, and some of you listening are already deemed leaders in your company. Now, I love that for you. And I love that you have achieved. And there was a point in my career where I started to have a few working members of my team. I had even a leader at this point that was working alongside of me and the demands were were weighing on me. And I recorded for my leadership mastermind session the other day. And I talked about how Matt would always say, Melanie, you need to hire help. You need to hire an assistant or you need to delegate that out. And I would always say, no, 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 I can do it myself. I, I like wore that badge of honor of I don't need to ask for help or I, I can just do it faster myself. I don't want to stop and take the time to train somebody or teach someone or delegate it. Listen, I know right now as a leader, if you are like me, you're an Enneagram 3 or you're, you're that perfectionist, you're shaking your head. Yes. And I would always, it would always get to the point where I would have an utter meltdown, usually crying. And one particular meltdown, I remember so clearly I was standing at the bottom of our steps. 
I was leaning my left arm on the banister and I was sobbing to Matt who was sitting in the living room on the couch and he about how I needed help and I needed to hire somebody. And he literally looked at me and was like, I told you to do that three months ago. Why are we having this conversation? Go hire somebody. And really the honest reason was I didn't want to slow down to speed up. I didn't want to slow down. And I need you to know that the minute I hired somebody and I made that decision and also hiring the right person is incredibly important. This is something I work with my private coaching clients and in my leadership mastermind is how do you hire the right people? And for me, you know, making sure that I hired the right person and then it didn't take me long to train the person. Once I made the decision I was going to hire them, I started recording myself. I started uh, using applications like Asana to manage our tasks and our workflow and have good communication so that I could communicate effectively with the person that I was now working with. So sometimes that it's a momentary pause, but guess what? Uh, because I hired somebody, it then allowed me the freedom and time to work with my runners to create more content that actually connects and attracts to my ideal team member, to get creative and make things that allowed me to sign up and enroll team members or more time to work with my runners and my go-getters. So really sometimes slowing down to speed up is the key. And a lot of times we're also circling the mountain in the first quarter. Leaders, how many of you right now also are like, oh, I should hire a business coach. I really need a mentor. I should sign up for that course. Gosh, I really want to hire her to teach my team and do some team trainings. But maybe you even inquired about me doing a training for your organization, right? Developing a customized training. Or maybe you've inquired about private coaching or you've been to my website 10 times already and you've clicked off of it. And you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to invest. Like That's too much money. I don't know if it's worth it, right? Or even the mastermind, right? Which is not open right now, but will be in the spring. But how many of you have done that? And you're like, oh, this could be so helpful. But then you just go back to, I'm going to do it myself. I don't need to invest. I don't have the money for that. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. I don't know if I'm going to get the return on my investment. And so you circle this mountain of this is something I want to do, but I'm just going to try to figure it out myself because I don't want to invest the money. And then here we are at the end of quarter number one. Let's just fast forward. It's quarter number one. You have literally sat there and you have overanalyzed, you have had analysis paralysis, you have changed your mind 20 times and tried 20 different things, you've even procrastinated on some of the things you know you should do, aka building email sequences and funnels and freemiums, right? And even doing business opportunity events, like you've procrastinated on all of that. And you're looking at your goals and your actual numbers at the end of March, and you are nowhere where you thought you were going to be. And you've spent all this time trying to figure it out on your own, which meant that you were taking away time from maybe your family, maybe your self-care, maybe your own personal journey, and you're, you have nothing to show for it. And so if there's anything I've learned over the past 11 years is that bite the bullet invest. If you know that there's a skill set you're not strong at and there's a mentor out there that is good at it hire the person, put the money into it, and then literally show up. If it's a private coaching with me, like show up to every session, ready to work, implement, use the WhatsApp chat, do the work because 
if you do the work and you have that accountability, your business is going to explode. And in real time, you have the ability to troubleshoot with me, for example, and work it out. And then we're not trying to figure it out on our own. Or even for the team training side of things, right? I get it. I could go out there and research TikTok, right? And I could research how to do a really good TikTok training, but I would rather pay somebody because I want to learn from them. And I know that I could pay somebody to do a TikTok series for my organization and we would get so much more value out of it than if I did it myself. All right, because I understand sometimes you can't be a prophet in your own land, but you know, teach, you want me to teach you marketing strategies, social media, how to write good content, how to plan your week, time management, that I can do that with my eyes closed. So, you know, there are things in your business right now where you're beginning to, you're circling this mountain. You are sitting there. Like, I didn't make as much money as I wanted to make last year. And you're like, I just got to, I just got to get through the first six months of the year. And then I can invest in something. But if you said to yourself, listen, last year wasn't a great year. These, or it was a great year. These are the skills I know I'm weak in. I'm going to go find somebody who's strong in them. And I am going to be a powerhouse so that when I walk into the midway through the year events, I am light years ahead of everybody else. I am not behind the eight ball. My momentum is starting to pick up and I'm on fire because there is nothing worse than spending the first three months and six months of the year trying to figure it out on your own. And then in July, hiring somebody when now you have all these self-defeating thoughts, you have all these, you know, you're behind, you have to do twice the amount of work and you're already a little tired. And this is going to require a whole new level uh, from you than you've ever given before. So I have to say, we don't want to start our year already being behind. So right now, what do we need to do? We need to catch ourselves in the moment. So at the beginning, I said we need to make an action plan. Phase one, phase one activity in your time blocker, on your Google calendar, however you manage your time, your priority is you reaching your goals for the month. How many team members you need to onboard? What should your customer sales be? We're not working to minimums. We're thinking about where we want to be and what that expectation should look like. We're sometimes slowing down to go faster. That means maybe we need to hire help. We need to hire an assistant, or maybe we need to slow down and we need to set up some systems like Google Streak for your email, because if things are starting to get lost, we need to make sure we're organized. And that might mean installing Google Streak. It may also mean that if right now you're doing everything through your DMs and you don't have automated flows, we're working on your email marketing system. We're starting to create forms and landing pages, and we're connecting it to nurture sequences that offer people an opportunity to know, like, and trust you, and in the end, ask them to join product, service, or experience. We're also really starting to get organized. If you're wanting to be a leader, that means that we can't just be disorganized. Disorganized leaders create disorganized downlines. So that means we can't use the I have ADD, I have small kids, I don't have a lot of time, I'm working in the pockets of my life. Great. If you are disorganized and you're disheveled, your team is going to react the same way. So even if you're busy and you're working in the pockets of time, create a marketing calendar. 
It just not might, might not be beautiful on Canva. It might be on a piece of paper. Okay. So you have to put the systems in place, even if it can't be perfect, because your inability to do those tasks is really avoidance. It's really your fear of failure. If you actually address it and do something about it, like create the marketing calendar, and then you don't reach your goals, you're more afraid of that than anything. Okay. But listen, we don't fail. We learn, we learn, we get up and we try again. Also, there are a few other things that we have to address. We talked about the marketing calendars. It's onboarding. What is your system for customer onboarding and team member onboarding? That's key because if we aren't setting up those funnels as we're inviting, we're just creating a bigger problem for ourselves. And then the last thing is so many of you are like, I'm going to host a team retreat this year with 20 amazing women. All right, great. When's the retreat? What's the date? What's the qualifications? Have you decided that yet? Because you can't tell your team 90 days before you host a retreat that you're doing a retreat and these are the qualifications. Nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to reach the qualifications. So what you need to begin to think about is I'm going to tell my team now this is the retreat I'm hosting this year. These are the qualifications. This is the date. And here's how you can earn your spot. And then you create a reward system so that every single month you're rewarding people on the road to the retreat. So we need to put that in motion right now. If you want to have one, two, three events this year, it is so important. So I've given you a lot to think about, but these are all things as I come into a new year which is why I work so hard in January is I'm really getting, I'm really making sure that my team has their marching orders. My leaders are clear and we're focused and we know what we're working on. And I have things for everybody, regardless of what level they are. Some people want to be elite and premier this year. I have other people who want to go to the retreat and I'm speaking to every type of person, no matter what they want to accomplish. And I've given myself that space to think, you know, here's the thing. You're connected 24-7. You're constantly on lives and you're constantly in chat threads and you're constantly connected in the dings and the beeps and the notifications. How are you ever going to get creative? How are you ever going to have space to ask yourself what you really think? And again, we want to be so connected and so in the know. But one of my gifts is that I can tune it all out. I march to the beat of my own drum. I don't necessarily care what every leader is doing, but I care what I'm doing, what my goals are, and what the best way to get there is. Every once in a while, I'll listen to other trainings, other lives, read, download other PDFs, and then I decide what am I going to infuse into my system I currently have because I'm not going to keep rechanging things. And that's such a big problem as leaders. You just keep trying all the new systems out there, trying to find the secret sauce. And the system that works is the one you implement clearly and effectively. And that is simple and very easy to follow. So today is, is truth talk about where we are. Where are we right now? You know, January 24th, where are we? How are we doing towards our personal and our team goals for the month? What do we need to invest in? What do we need to delegate? What do we need to slow down to speed up on so that we're not repeating history and making the same mistakes again this year that we did last year or in previous years? So I hope this podcast episode gave you a moment to think gave you some great suggestions and tips for things you can do right now to move your business forward. And again, if you want mentorship and leadership, I do have a private coaching program 
that you can connect with me about. I will drop the link right here in the show notes for private coaching. And I do have just one spot left for the first half of 2023. So if it is something that you are interested in, please reach out and fill out that application. And I will be in contact with you in the next 24 hours to see if it would be a good fit. All right, my friends, I hope you have an amazing day. Make sure you take a screenshot and tell me over on Instagram, screenshot this this episode and tell me what your biggest takeaway is. I love to chat with you in the DMs about what you loved, what your takeaways are. And I love to feature you on my stories too. So thanks for listening in. As always, it's a pleasure to serve you here on the podcast and I will see you back here next week. Let's go make it a great week.